Y Nation listeners, and welcome back. You got Chase here with Jesse. How are you guys doing? Been a little while. It's been a long while. Way too long. We've been missing this. Yeah, so basically what happened was um, the place that we record at, uh, everybody left, and then we went to record, and it wouldn't pick up, or actually it wouldn't play back our sound, so we couldn't do sound check, and then it, uh, and then it wouldn't. It snowballed. Pick up the mic. It yeah. eventually went to a full blackout, and we had no technology. No technology. <laughs> uh, we didn't want to just scab something together, so we waited till till they got back, and it seems like they kind of fixed it. We still had to kind of rig uh, some stuff up here, but yeah, we um, still got some hiccups. But it looks like I mean the quality might be a little off from what it was, but I think we're back a little bit. Yeah, I think we're back. I think it just kind of proves uh, we got to get a little bit different equipment, our own equipment, so that we know. Uh, like we can manage a little bit better, right? Like, yeah. you know, we don't like going a month without doing something, having that consistent content go out. Cause you know, there's lots of stuff to talk about every week. And, uh, you know, once you kind of lose that momentum, it's really hard to b- build it back up. So I think we got to kind of try to yeah do our own thing. And, and then that way have consistent content out. But, uh, so speaking of anybody listening, do you know of maybe a nice, a good desktop mic for recording podcasts? Anybody have experience recording and editing throw us some stuff on our facebook page at the the wine nation podcast facebook yeah page. no actually that'd be that's, give us some ideas yeah that's great like yeah we need some ideas we're still uh, learning yeah you know the editing software mics good stuff to pick up because we do want to you know provide good quality content um sounding right we don't want that hissing in the background or anything like that so yeah if you guys have any feedback we would uh, really appreciate it for no sure. No pun intended. Yeah, feedback. Yeah, yeah there sorry. you go. Ha ha, that was good. So this is the Y Nation podcast. This is Chase Cooper. Well, this is Jesse Braun and Chase Cooper. And we were in the past, you know, talking a lot about um, anything that interests us. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's going to continue. We love just, you know, sharing what our interests are and our topics of the day kind of thing. Yeah, and I think, you know, it, it grows and develops. Like when we first wanted to do this uh, this podcast, it was, uh, you know, we had an idea of it and then it just evolved and evolved and evolved and it's continuing to evolve. And, uh, you know, so we were really kind of forcing the, pro- the, the subject of the differences between Gen X and Gen Y. And then we just had, a, you know, kind of came to a realization, didn't we, that we are that difference. Yeah. Right. We're right I in mean, the middle. So that, it doesn't matter. People. Yeah. It doesn't matter what our, what we say, because our point of view is is going to be a little bit of both. It's going to be the younger generation and the older generation because we're pretty awesome like that. Yep. Turns out we're the perfect age for this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I, we, I The only thing that's really been on my mind the last little bit, um, just in the last week, is really that Mayweather-McGregor fight and kind of different <laughs> news that's come so out. we did an and, episode on that. Yeah, yeah, we've done an episode. changed but, a little bit since then. Yeah, so what do you think? I'm trying to remember. Did I? What did I say last time? Well, you were more. Who was I predicting? You were more on the Connor Connor side. Of I said things. he could probably pull it off if it was a flash knockout, and there was if it didn't go too long. Yeah, and I was saying that so, a ten percent Mayweather still mops the floor with McGregor. I'm pretty sure that my odds have gotten a little better. I do agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. I'm surprised that Floyd. Um, so basically, what has happened is um, the athletic commission has granted an exception. Um, based on the fighter's weight so they're fighting at 154 and at that weight class they have to fight with 10 ounce gloves it's just a scientific determination of size of gloves and weight of the fighter but uh, and connor was initially pushing for eight ounce gloves 
And so what's the difference? What's the benefit? Well, the smaller the glove, when you get hit, it's going to have a harder impact. Plus, the smaller the glove, the smaller the blocking area. So, so remind you, us again, in MMA, they use a... Four ounce, four glove. ounce glove, and typically at this weight class, it would be a ten ounce glove. A ten ounce boxing. glove, yeah. So, just curious, what do you think? And maybe there's somebody out there who has more insight too. From a boxer's perspective, switching down is that going to affect him a lot? Absolutely. Um, maybe not Floyd as much because he does a lot of the shoulder rolls, so he, right. that's how he deflects. But he having a bigger glove is a bigger blocking surface too. Yeah. Right. So when you have a smaller glove. And Floyd's not known for knockout power, so I don't think a smaller glove's really going to make a huge impact for him as it would for Connor because that's really blocking. his one point to victory. Yes. Um, but it makes the blocking area smaller, so it opens up Connor's chances a little bit more in terms of actually connecting. Hmm. Plus, that connection might have more of an impact than it would with 10 ounce gloves. So it does make it a lot more interesting. Um, I don't know if you've seen the leaked footage of uh, McGregor, that little clip of McGregor fighting Paul, Paulie Malaginali. Yeah. Uh, I just I, butchered his name. I, yeah, sorry, Paul. <coughs> um, <laughs> I watched a little bit, and there's been a bit of controversy on if it was edited. And Oh, come on. I'm, there's no well, way it, it was edited. It was flowing <laughs> footage of a boxing. They Now, they took clips of it, but the clips weren't edited. If it was out of right? context, etc. He just got off a plane and wasn't ready. I mean, oh, that's sure. not some good excuses to somebody who just got their butt kicked. But Yeah, no, no, no. For sure. There, there are, you know, he did get kind of worked in that aspect of things. But on the same side of things, when you boxed your whole life. True. When you're a world champion in two weight classes. I don't think getting off a plane is going to have a huge impact on a matter of if you're going to get punched in the face or not. It sounds like you're flipping on your decision here a bit. No, I'm not. Yes, I'm saying, <laughs> no, uh, we're talking about two separate things. I know, I know, I know. Um, so with the poly thing, I, I do think it showed, I mean, there was some sloppy stuff from Connor for sure. What round was it? Who knows? But he did connect with a, with a big left that whipped Polly's head back. And then the knockdown thing, I'm not really buying that as much because I'm sure that, you know, Polly was was tired and, you know, there's a, a rope-a-dope kind of thing going on there. But, you know, it was still impressive that Connor was hanging in there with him, right? For sure. Uh, you know, when you go back, I think there was a clip back last December, uh, Polly talking about Connor and saying, you could put ankle weights on my feet, tie both hands behind my back and yep. put something around my neck so my chin's up so he has a target to hit and I would still whoop him, yeah. right? And now he's in there with them, which is great, and getting his face punched in. Yeah. Right. I don't think Connor's gonna win. I still, I still am on that boat, but it is does make it's very interesting that the athletic commission granted this. I, now actually, I just I wanted to, to show you that. that money. Yeah, is I wanted everything. to touch on that because I think that is so. From the boxing commission, uh, they've been losing fans year over year over you know what they've deemed as kind of unfair treatment and different things politics all this stuff and then you have this big money fight finally and they have a chance to make everything you know it's really public again yeah show off how how you think good it's good they for are. one or good for the other ufc or, or boxing mma or boxing yeah. i think it's great for both yeah. honestly it's just bringing a lot of public attention to both sports mm -hmm. i mean boxing has been in decline a lot of people have not been you know, paying as much attention to it. But the fact that they have said and gone through scientific studies that 10-ounce gloves are, you know, what they say medically they should be fighting with to keep fighters safe. And then there's this huge money fight, and they go, well, actually, 
we could use eight ounce. And then they said, we'll commission a study right after the fight to see if it actually has the impact that they're guinea they've already... Yeah, they shouldn't be guinea pigging on a yeah. big money fight like that. Well, I I'm know... just curious your thoughts on the... <laughs> on the commission's kind of flip-flop on that where well, they I I just think it's really it. it it comes down to is this bigger than us right and I think this fight is bigger than anything right now yeah and what they ask for they get within reason right 10 to 8 ounce gloves it's not a huge huge difference but it is a difference and it just goes to show you that when you when there's money involved you know it's bigger that's it, a it, huge it's like topic. okay well whatever you know sure. are we going to drug test as much no, maybe not. Maybe, maybe let's just pass a couple. Like, no, Floyd's been known to <laughs> maybe you know, like the Lesnar last Lesnar fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Floyd, he's been known to get his own people to drug test other people. Like the last um, fighter that uh, he fought, Andre Berto, um, he was I think drug tested like four times a week, and you oh, know wow. they got to take blood and all that wow. sort of stuff. And he's like, is you know, is Floyd Mayweather getting getting tested? And they're like, that's none of your business. It's none of your concern. And, uh, right. you know, and so basically it was kind of led to believe that Floyd was sending his own guys, quote unquote, to, <laughs> to go blood test him to drain his blood a little bit, because then that you're going to fatigue his more For because you don't sure. have as much many white of, blood cells, right? Taking so, a lot of blood. Out of yeah. So unless he was going to reintroduce those back into his body, which he can't. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. So I, I'm not sure what kind of drug testing has been going on with this one either. Actually, there's right? been. I, I can't think of any time I've heard anything about that. I haven't heard mention of it either. Um, I don't know. I think this is a huge fight. Like Floyd Mayweather can make up to $350 million. So I don't think he's really concerned about um, Connor. That just show. That's what I feel. Uh, he's not concerned about sure. Connor because any other fighter, he was like, you know, you can't fight with this type of boxing glove. Yeah. You know, horse laced, you know, whatever. So you're so saying he's not taking him seriously or just that this fight is all about money? <clears throat> I think it's about money, but also I think he's not concerned about Connor because, you know, he's showing up on talk show yeah a week out of the fight he's going on horseback rides and stuff i don't know if you watched the no, um, behind the scene footage or, or no. the what do they call it the you know prime prime time kind of like exclusive thing building up to the fight the name's just it's gone it's gone it's gone anyways but it just i don't know i get this feeling and then the fact that you know he wasn't adamant about certain drug tests he he's saying to connor you know what yeah, let's fight eight ounce gloves. What's he been telling the press? He's like, you know, he's got on paper, he's got all these advantages. Now, I think he, that is just, you know, him trying to sell the fight because he's not concerned about Connor. Hmm. Now, this drop in eight ounce gloves and even us talking about it does create more hype yep. of Connor's chances, right? And that was everybody knew like Connor's chance isn't going to go in there and outbox him because he's not going to do that. He's going to go in there and hopefully connect and rock him. But. The big difference between boxing and MMA is there's a 10 count, mm -hmm. right? So Connor can, in MMA, he can hit a guy and follow up and start punching him yep. until it's stopped, yep. right? And Game when it's over. stopped, it's stopped. For sure. But in boxing, he's got to stop once he's knocked down and he gets 10 seconds to recover. Sure. Is he going to be able to land that consistently three times in one round in order to stop the fight? I don't, I, I just don't see it. I, I wish I'd watch, see, that's the problem. I come from more of the MMA. I haven't watched enough Mayweather fights or really any mm -hmm. other than a couple highlight reels to argue that at all. Yeah. So Cause mm -hmm. he's 49 and 0 and never been knocked down or knocked out. Uh, he's, I think he's been knocked 
down technically, but it, they didn't count it. But he's never been knocked out, obviously, because yeah. he's 49 and 0. Um, now, if you watch interviews of fighters that have fought him, he's very he's a counterpuncher. And so basically what a counterpuncher is, is he's baiting you into throwing a punch because yep. when you throw, it opens up counters. You're opening up yourself. You don't have your, your yep. guard up. And then that's when he pops you. Does he knock you out? No. He doesn't have a very good knockout ratio anymore. But his his defense, like they say, like he's so aware of everything. He's aware of where the ref is. He's where he's gonna aware of where he's gonna go. He's aware of the time on the clock. Sure. And he basically does it round by round. He's not doing it as a fight. He's doing it, okay, this is a round. I'm gonna pop you a few times, get out, block, block, pop, pop, and yep. win the round. Win and then round. move on to the next round, right? So he's very systematic and he breaks it down that way from what other fighters say. Um, and he's very hard to hit. Like he just, his defense is so good that you just can't penetrate it because he's a counter puncher. Yeah. Like you'll get aggressive and he'll just do his thing and then you'll, he, it opens you up and then boom, he pops you. Right. Now Floyd is saying that he's going to be more aggressive in this fight and he's saying it's not going to go the distance because he's going to be more aggressive. Now, is he saying that? So fans are like, Oh my gosh, maybe there's a chance. It might that be hype. Lose, Cause I right? think, I think like, I've been thinking about that too with the counter punching style. And to some extent, McGregor did that a little bit as well. Like, yeah, he's aggressive, but he often will wait for his spot and then just. Oh, he's a counter puncher. He's He'll a counter puncher. Too. Punch, but the punch. problem with that is that if we get two counter punchers dancing around each other for too long, all this hype, everybody's going to be so fired up for that quick. Kind of like, remember when Lesnar came flying, like running into the and just destroy. I think it was Carl. Heath Herring. Heath Herring, yes. Yep. That's kind of what I think is being built as the hype. These guys are going to just go in there and start throwing it's not going to be i think there's going to be a big letdown at least for the first couple of rounds until he getting uh-uh. see the story no. you don't think so you think they're going to run in there and just start I, swinging connor knows that's connor's not stupid he knows his chances within that first four rounds and the difference the one advantage that connor has is that he's not a boxer yeah and that sounds stupid no that i agree with he, you on he's that he's going to come with different angles he's not coming from a traditional you do this oh you counter this way this way this way yeah he's going to come in differently he's not going to come he's in coming with, in with the mentality sense. i got to tag him no he's coming in from he's he's in and out guy he's yeah. got a different flow with mma right so he's not allowed to throw kicks but that doesn't mean that he can't that he, won't. he can't <laughs> faint that he's going <laughs> to seriously yeah. think about it well look at Floyd. the odds it's 500 to 1 that he may no i mean he <laughs> can he's going to lose so much money but <laughs> but if you think about it floyd knows that in a real fight connor mops the floor with him mm-hmm. 100% because connor could just kick him kick his legs out from under him take him down choke him out and right? the problem there so, is the boxer has no training in absolutely well, none very, right they maybe do some just for cardio and fun but yeah. it's not they didn't, yeah this would have been flipped on its head the oh, other way for sure and so think about the psychological aspect of that like for connor knowing that he can beat this guy regardless right i can beat this guy in a real fight yeah and floyd can say man this guy can kick me in the head and knock my teeth out my mm-hmm. nice pretty teeth Right? That I paid so, so much for. So, like, if if, <laughs> if Connor can bring Floyd's attention elsewhere, not just the hands, not saying that he needs to throw it, but he needs to play that play line into of that MMA just maybe rebel. so close, right? Right. If It doesn't say he can't fake a kick, right? Yep. Or feint a kick, like twist his hips like he's going to kick him. And then Floyd's like, what the heck? And then, you know, <laughs> so he can get him I thinking like about that. Thinking. He can get him up against the ropes, yep. dirty box a little bit, you know, do a little bit of clinching. Right, tire his arms out, sure. tire him out a little bit. Connor's used to that kind of fighting. Yeah, Floyd's not. Yeah, 
And so if Connor comes in, so that's what I mean so by his stance him. and his, his he's going to come not in a traditional stance. I think he's going to switch back and forth between Southpaw and Orthodox. I think he's going to try to just come at different angles, throw his punch at different angles. So you don't see him coming in there, feeling out, doing a long process, He's going to I think he's going to come right at Floyd. You're saying it's not going to be a boring fight. I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, <laughs> yes, you are. No, I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> saying that Connor's going to try to be aggressive, but if Floyd doesn't fight back, if he's doing his defensive stuff, yep. well, you know, and he and he's avoiding what Connor's doing. Mm-hmm. If Connor can't somehow trap him in the corner and Floyd's just dancing around, well, that would be a boring fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to be boring. Or, I sorry, I'm not saying it's going to be an exciting fight. I'm saying Connor's going to know that he needs to be aggressive. Because the longer the fight, go, the, the longer the fight goes out, Floyd's gonna figure out his timing. He's gonna figure that stuff out. Like they, these guys are so good at that. Yeah. Right. And so he's gonna figure his timing out. So if Connor has like, oh, I'm gonna faint this way and do this. Well, Floyd, after a few rounds, if he keeps doing it, is gonna know oh, he's doing this. Now I can bait him to do that and then do this. Yeah. Right. That's what he's. A, it's a chess match and he's the master. Yeah. Really. So mm-hmm. Connor's only way is is to catch him with something right away that he hasn't seen before that he's not used to. But just the fact to try to knock him out, I just can't see it, right? And I don't think Floyd is worried about it. I think that's where McGregor has a big advantage too. Is Floyd is I really don't think. I mean, he's had a lot of fun at the press conferences trying to be, you know, this McGregor wannabe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But it's funny. It's 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 already digging into pop culture. I wore a pinstripe suit the other day and somebody said, hey, is that a McGregor suit? And I had to look it up and then I... Yeah, the well, I can't say. Yeah, 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 I know. That's crazy. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's it's digging itself into more than just boxing versus MMA. People know, like this is, I mean, it's coffee talk now, right? Well, so, and think about what the guy's talk. done. Like four years ago, he was a nobody. He was living with his parents and, you know, his very first fight with uh, Marcus Brimage knocks him out. And then he's like, Dana White, 60 Gs, baby. Yeah. And then everybody's like, who is this guy? He's just so brash. And then he just built it up. And he believes in himself so much that he just sees something. He's like, this is what's going to happen. And he wills it into happening. He believes it into happening. I was going to bring that up earlier. I think this is a good time for it. So there's a couple things (coughs) here from both fighters. I won't go deeper into the McGregor one. And then I want to point out something from, uh, from Mayweather as well. On just personal success like even in your business and your relationships goals that you have whatever it is there's a couple of awesome lessons that you can learn here mm-hmm. so go further than mcgregor so well mcgregor it just comes down to a mindset like a like belief that it's gonna happen yeah you're upset obsessed about it but you could be obsessed about anything but you have to have a belief in yourself like the self-belief that i'm getting this done and i'm gonna make it happen yeah the mayweather nobody ever thought that there would be an mma champion and a boxing champion able to fight because yep. of their contracts and so right? many politics and Dana White saying that'll so, never happen so many things yeah. um, Connor even talking about uh, McGregor uh, sports and entertainment mm-hmm. he's got his own promotion right right which is um, and he talked about that he talked about owning a stake in the UFC he talked yeah. about all these things and everything that he's talked about has come true Mm-hmm. Right, and and that just shows like. But he's built if, it on smaller steps, and that goes into what I wanted to say too. Um, I want to jump over to like Elon Musk too. Mm-hmm. He's got this huge goal. So think of McGregor Mayweather. That's an impossible goal. Well, turns out it's not so yeah. much. Whereas Musk is like, I'm going to populate Mars or have somebody land on yeah. Mars. Huge, crazy goals, but then everything they do is pointing in that direction, right? Like. Every fight that McGregor's taken on has been to create mass hype so that he can create his own brand so he can call out somebody like Mayweather. Yeah. Or Musk building Tesla or Solar City or all these different things 
if you look at them, everything is for that end goal of populating Mars. Yeah. It's 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 consistent steps. Consistent right? steps. What did you so, say, to Darren Hardy? Yeah, I've Darren Hardy. Consistency over time. Yeah, yeah. Very exactly. good. It's compound compound effect. effect. Yeah. Um, Check that out. But that's you know that's exactly what it is, right? And so anything that like somebody wants to do, like if you want to you know get into the best shape of your life, you're not going to do it overnight. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Let me start slowly at the gym. Let me start eating properly, and then you make these small steps to build up to that point. You don't just go in there and bench press 400 pounds. Yeah. You go in there and you bench press whatever, you know, 100 pounds, and then you work your way up yeah. to 200 and then 300 and then 400, right? And I'm studying right now kind of finishing goals because I'm really good at starting them. Yeah. I'm really good at getting halfway through them. Yeah. I'm not very good at finishing them. Yeah. So I want to get better at finishing. So there's a new book coming out. It's by John Acuff, A-C-U-F-F. -F. Mm -hmm. It's called Finish, and it's all about finishing goals. Yeah. And one of the things, and I want to go back to what you said about Mayweather is... It's 12 round or 15 round? It's 12 round. 12, three rounds, minute. 12 rounds, three minutes each. Yeah. He looks at each single round. So he knows the goal is 12 rounds is going to beat him up. Mm -hmm. 12 rounds, if I take that, I win it. But he breaks it down into each piece. Yeah. And he says, I'm going to win each round. So that's what, the same thing with a big goal, right? You break it down into, I'm going to win this one. And even if you don't win every one, if you win the majority, yeah. that's, I mean, that's a huge lesson for finishing a goal. Is, yeah. Winning and, smaller pieces. Yeah, win the day. Yeah. Or win, win the win, hour. Win right? every whatever exactly. smaller piece you break it down to. Yeah, I think that's actually a great great thing that makes a lot of sense. And that reminds me of um, this Navy SEAL that, and I think I've talked about it before maybe, um, but he talked about how making your bed changes your life. Oh, I just saw that today. Uh, yeah. Did you? Or I seen this yesterday. like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. and I just saw that video yesterday. Yeah. And so basically, so I made my about, bed this morning. Yeah, there you go, right? It gets <laughs> you motivated, right? And I started making my bed after that because what making the bed, it's it's like, well, what does that do? That mm -hmm. It's nothing. Like, it's just making a bed. Like, how does that change your life? But for Navy SEALs, first thing they do is they make their bed in the morning. They complete a task. So they start out victorious. Yeah. Right? Then they go through this impossible day, tired, weathered, worn, exhausted, but then when they come back to bed, it's made. It's and very ready. interesting. And it, it's like, oh, this is nice. This is something that I completed earlier on. And I come back to it and it's waiting for me. Right. I had a coach two weeks ago. I hired a personal coach just for some stuff I'm doing. And he's like, um, exactly like that. He said, write a list the night before of things you're going to do the next day. If you complete them, you're done for the day. Yeah. But he said, put the first thing on there, something like brush your teeth. So it's an easy task. You have to do it anyway, but you accomplish the task, you finish it off, and it just mentally sets you up. For it, gives, it builds you that momentum. Builds some momentum. Right? <clears throat> you accomplish something. You're yeah. ready to go. That's yeah. the same thing as making the bed. I'm just going to put both of those on the list. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you know that's what I tell clients when it comes to like paying off debt or something like yes. that. You know, a lot of people worry about the higher interest, which one makes more sense, and and I always tell them. Pay the one with the lowest balance off first. Yeah. Because that builds momentum. Because if you try to pay them all off at the same time, you're never going to pay them off. You try to pay off the most, like say you have $10,000 on a credit card. It's going to take you a long time to pay that off. It's going to take you a long time to see a result and of that, right? super interesting. I know this is maybe a whole different podcast, but that's, again, it's that mental thing instead of math. Because, I mean, we both are finance. We work yeah, in finance yeah. stuff. The math says pay off high interest yeah. or whatever is costing you the most. Mm -hmm. Logically, you can do a lot of good stuff that way. Yeah. But emotionally and mentally, you connect to wins. Exactly. If you win, you pay off something, 500 bucks. Hey, I did it. Now yep. I can do that thousand. Now I can focus now I can on this Now I can do that one. 10. Now and focus, just, yeah. you build that momentum yeah. again. It's Yeah, it's 100% what it's all about. And it's 100% what 
you know life is about right yeah. is, is about those small wins but it's it's like I'll, I'll be honest i've been in the gym i went a week and a half ago but i've been so inconsistent because you know i just have a hard time waking up in the morning and but once mm. i'm up and i'm not saying i go work out once i'm at work and stuff like that I, i'm always wishing i wish i would have got up but you know yeah. so i need to do that i need to have accountability and uh, so i'm doing it right now is i need to start getting back into that routine of going consistently and doing the things that I want because right now I'm just like, I'm probably the most out of shape I've ever been in my life. And you don't look it. Come on. I don't look it, but I, I know that I am. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I need to get back into that, but it's just, once you break that momentum, it is so hard to build it back up. Right. It, you know, it's just, you know, that's just what it is. Right. And, yeah. um, I can't remember what law that is. Is that Newton's law? I have no idea. You know, let too, us know. I, I can't remember. I, you know, like, right. Um, but once you get past that uh, initial inertia and you start building up that momentum, then then it's maybe becomes a lot easier. Right? right. Then you can just basically just touch the rock and it's continuing to roll versus having to exert all your energy just to get it to start moving. Mm, right. I see um, what you're saying. So. So that's something out there. So if you guys have something that you're trying to get into, you know, let's have a little little competition or something is is if you've had a hard time doing something, just go do it. Right. If there's something that yeah. you wanted to do, just go do it. Um, I'll try to do the same thing. I'll try to maybe sneak away and, and get to the gym today um, just to just to do it, just to start building that momentum get and, that momentum and get that going. Yeah, absolutely. I know for me, it's I need to make a couple calls. I've been slacking on my calls and you can yeah. feel it right away. So, yeah, make a couple calls today and get that momentum going again. Yeah, let's build it up. So I hope uh, you guys enjoyed listening to this one sorry it's been so long Be- um, before you cut it off let's chat quickly you had an idea for going forward with the podcast we just have a couple minutes still i know it's running a little long mm-hmm. but um going forward we just i like like we said we just talk about what we want to talk about but we want it to be <coughs> interesting to you guys too so this is your idea why don't you take it a little bit yeah you know i'd actually have a, had a buddy that you know we kind of chimed in on this uh brad if you're out there thanks for this uh, little tidbit um but if you guys want us to talk about a topic you know maybe we'll, we'll put a little survey up on our on our one nation uh, web uh facebook page and uh and then just vote of what you want us to talk about you know like uh, pyramids in egypt there's a lot of awesome information i, I want to talk about that one so i'm going to plug <laughs> that um but you know just whatever information and then every week you know we so can talk random. about that kind of thing right and, yeah. and if it's it can be in regards to anything really right um family you know work you know just random topics stuff like that so that's kind of like what we want to kind of spin off because there's a lot of interesting things that my mind thinks of and i know jesse yours does too yeah, that'd be kind of cool to talk about and just kind of say hey this is you know, I read this and I think it's pretty darn neat, right? So, yep. um, so let us know what you guys think, and uh, you know, please take the time out to uh, to kind of vote for something, and uh, and that's kind of what our goal is going to be going uh, forward uh, week by week, and we'll have guests on talking about things, yep. and and uh, if you guys have any feedback, let us know. Like we're here to kind of learn, and this is a very new stages of uh, of this for us, so you know, we're excited uh, and it's fun to do. So, welcome back. Thanks for listening again. That's about it, eh? Yeah. This this is is the Y Nation podcast. (laughs) This is Chase. We're rusty. (laughs) This is Jesse. Signing off. Bye-bye.